Hey guys, uh, welcome back <laughs> to another <laughs> well, episode. What? Episode of Do we do this? Do we uh, exchange words? Okay. Of to. Derailed the podcast. I'm Kay. And I'm Wes. And that was flawless. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> flawless. There it is. That's what Beyonce uh, meant right there, that intro. Yeah, we were having some audio issues, not gonna lie. And I feel like I I moved my headset so that I could hear you better, but now I feel like I can't hear myself. <laughs> I, can just, I think like, I have one good ear. I think that's what I'm learning. I think the other one is shot. <laughs> I, I can just like echo you if you like. Yeah, I mean, I think no, there's going to be an echo anyway. Yeah, just let me know See. if I sound like I, you know, I, I have no uh, perception of what I sound like. I'm sure you'll be able to tell. <laughs> just let me know. Does anybody though? Like every time I listen to these episodes, I'm just like, why do I, why do I slur my words so much? I'll, yeah. tell, I'll say stories like, anyways. Well, you already know that. Like I've been self conscious about my voice just because people have lots to say about it, and Fuck uh, of course, your darling girlfriend told me over the weekend that she thinks I sound really great, and that was like the biggest ego boost. <laughs> She loves you. It was like the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Oh, <laughs> oh God. That's nice. Well, hey, girl, how you doing or whatever? <laughs> that sounded so natural. I love that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it it's you know, long time no see, but not really. But not really. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> You want to tell them what what we had going on? Well, that sounds weird, huh? Oh. <laughs> I was oh. saying you want to tell them what we had going on this weekend. Oh, we had stuff going on. <laughs> there was there was booze and blood and Yikes. dry ice. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad you wrapped. Use yeah, your I'm, imagination. I'm, I'm glad you added dry ice because then that ended really creepy. Uh, so I'm glad. Thank you for that. So Halloween happened and we Mm -hmm. had a little Halloween get together where there was booze, blood and dry ice. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And it was a lovely time. I was, um, I hear an echo. Oh my God, my life. I was Alice in Wonderland, but, um, the, there's like a trend happening lately where like. Um, you kind of do like a spinoff of like Disney characters and like what would have happened if it Ooh. wasn't a fairy tale ending. Ooh. You know what I mean? So I did like a version of it. Hold on. I have to switch it to my bad ear. Switch it real good. Um, I did a version of it where Alice didn't make it out and um, had her head slightly severed. And I used Slightly fake blood. Severed. It wasn't all the way. I didn't have the time. <laughs> I, didn't have, <laughs> I didn't have the I didn't have the energy or the strength to make that illusion happen. But it was yes, like yes. as if a Queen of Hearts playing card kind of like chopped my head off a little chopped bit. Chopped your head off. Yep. It was dark. And Wes was a crime fighting priest. 
I was a Knights Templar. Knights <laughs> Templar. Um, yes, I got to see the costume and all its glory. Glory. It was nice. It was nice. I I wanted to try the headpiece on, but I didn't want to get blood on it. <laughs> so uh, I didn't. It would have gotten messy. Well, it was lovely. So I hope you know that. Be jealous. Yeah. No, it was very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So Kay came up, uh, showed up with a wonderful cocktail that we were able to put some dry ice in and make smoky. That was fun. That was cool. Yeah, that was really cool. Until I froze dangerous. that beer. But, yeah. Well, the one thing I said to Wesley is I need to go on Pinterest and find one of those like picture, picture, <laughs> oh, Christ, picture-esque cocktails that you do for like all the holidays. And um, because we can't just be putting dry ice in our pumpkin beer, that would just be atrocious. And what does this man do as soon as he breaks out the dry ice? He doesn't give me a second to just dump that liquor together. I didn't really do I I actually didn't do it. I made our friend do it. I, I didn't really <laughs> it didn't really take that much time, but Alex. he couldn't wait. He got so excited and he just plopped it in there, turned to a to a cup of ice real quick. Real quick. But I used like 20 pellets. I shouldn't have used that much. <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah. You only need like one cube of drink. Yeah. Yeah. For the was- effect. It was a cool effect, though. I enjoyed it. And the drink was yeah, lovely. I, yeah, it wasn't bad. It, it had um, blue carousel, uh, Sprite, grenadine, vodka. I think that was it. I was But driving. it was like was a pretty like, purple color. Double this vodka up. Double it up. And I was ready. Yeah. <laughs> well... Alex doesn't measure, so I was like, you know what? Just make it do the trick. I don't know if it's gonna <laughs> taste good, so just just make it worthwhile. And he yeah. just went for it. Went the for only it. thing I had an issue was with was with the uh, the heavy hand he had with the grenadine that made me gag a little bit. That was a little much, but it ended up okay. <laughs> it, ended up, it ended up better than I thought it would, so it worked out. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan. I think it all worked out really well, though nobody appreciated mm-hmm. the fire that I have so so meticulously built. I think it was great. You know, you, I, I, I was very happy for you in that moment because you were talking about that for days, and I said to myself, "Oh, he's got his little fireplace going. He, he's so proud of it. How nice for him." But we were just never over there. <laughs> it was like an area of the room that we just weren't in. And then it never went out. <laughs> it fire. Was... Oh, you're right. It you're never right. went yeah. out. No, the next morning you were still like trying to figure out how to get rid of the logs. And then I had like my playing card with like uh, spirit gum or whatever it's called. What the hell is it called? Blood. No, no, no. I have it right here, but, oh yeah, it was spirit gum, and it's like, one thing that they tell you on all the packaging is that it's like highly flammable. 
Should have threw that in the fireplace. Yeah, right. So he was like, oh, just throw it in the trash with the logs that are still on fire 24 hours later. <laughs> was like, well, it was only like 12 hours. It was only like 12 hours later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went but to bed still. at like 1.45. So technically it was only like six hours later. Well, that was the other thing. Is like I knew that <laughs> Wesley and I would be like the last people standing. And I wanted to like close the night with like a nice scary movie as I do. And he purposely took like a good hour. Purposely? No, I just Wesley, I don't like I, scary movies. You like scary movies, I, so we can never agree on a scary movie. You enjoy some of them. You enjoy <sighs> some. Of them. Okay, so there was one that I wanted to watch that I I could tell that you weren't into, and that's fine. But every time I like saw one, that was like, oh, that looks good. Okay, yeah, yeah. He would like purposely nope. pretend to not remember what streaming service that particular movie was on and he would just Purposely flip pretend- through <laughs> would just toggle through them over and over again until it was like too late to start a but movie for the I was record, like you I asshole. offered you the remote like twice yeah but I don't know how to do those fancy things I'm very <laughs> limited <laughs> oh man yeah, but but it was- I- yeah go ahead it was a good time I was just going to say that, like, speaking of Halloween, we really, we really planned on doing, like, true crime on here. And, I mean, that's not like it doesn't have to be just for that season. We could do it whenever we feel like it. This is also, like, the premise of this thing is that we do what we want when we want. But fuck we want. Yeah, but uh, I did think that we should, even though Halloween was just a few days ago, we should like bring some spooky into it. Am I wrong? No. No. no that you're was. Right. I mean, right. you are right. wearing all white in a very white room, but <laughs> I don't, this is like tan or cream or some shit. Um, it looks pasty white. How about now? The the pillow adds a little bit of cream. There we go. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Um, we do what we want, but also like it's gonna be so good that we rather take our time with it. Yeah, there it is. Let's just say that. Oh yeah, like we said, like I want it to be very educated and um educated. <laughs> that's a good word. No, that's right. Accurate. Did that work? Accurate. Yeah, or, or, I want it fair. to have very be very fact based and not just like. I hate the ones that lead you to their their opinion yeah like how to make a murderer the whole thing was framed as he's innocent mm-hmm. they barely touched on the fact that all all the evidence that was actually they had against him <laughs> to prove that he was guilty <laughs> oh my god yeah that but also like just um not like talking about it like i'm just you know giving you like the cliff notes you know like i want to i want to like actually read the book you know which is a lot coming for me that's how you i'll listen to the audiobook that's a little bit better than the cliff notes there we go but um other than halloween though how has your week been how are you um, I have been like. So you know, some bullshit's coming when your voice gets. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> fine. I mean, I'm. Well, yeah, because I downplay every emotion that I have because I just have that like I it's I don't know if it's called anything, but 
I have that thing where like I feel immediate guilt if I say that I'm going through anything or if ooh, I'm like ooh, I know what it's called. upset with something because someone somewhere has it 30 times worse than I do. You know, like what is that considered? It's called the conscious. Oh, every every you know the fact that you are aware that it could be worse or someone's better worse off or things like that. That's a good thing. You're human. Yeah, but it also like doesn't allow me to feel what I need to feel and or like validate my own emotions doesn't really allow me to do that if I'm constantly like it's fine it could be worse it's whatever it's like you know and then you keep a lot to yourself because you don't it doesn't feel worth telling another person it's like a very weird emotion but I mean, I have anxiety. You do too. We all have it, but there we go. not everyone actually has it, but you know what I mean? It's uh, common. Can I, can I read you a definition? Of what? A word. A and word? I'm going to give you the definition first, and then I'll give you the word second. Okay, go ahead. And you tell me how close this definition aligns to what you're describing. Okay. A person highly attuned to the feelings and emotions of those around them. They feel what another person is feeling at a very deep emotional level. Yeah, I pick up on other people's energy and um, am very blinded by what I'm sensing from them versus what I'm actually feeling. Yeah, yeah. I would say that kind of goes along with what I'm feeling. Why? What's that, the word? That, that was the definition for an empath. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you're an empath, you know, you just feel all the feels. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes it's too, it's too, you know, you sacrifice yourself to feel all those feels, but you do feel them all. Yeah. Yeah, that's, but, I think that's why I tend to like isolate myself when I'm getting in those like, I call them like spirals when my anxiety just like attacks for no reason, which is kind of how it affects me. Um, I like tend to just kind of like go MIA because I know that if I try to talk out my feelings with certain people, it's just going to turn into me feeling ashamed or embarrassed or guilty or something that I don't need on top of everything else. So then yeah. I just deal with it on my own. You know, there's um, there's an explanation that I'm going to make a point here. It's going to be a little long winded, but I'm going to make a point. Um, someone there was somebody who was going through a mental health emergency, so they got committed to the hospital. And when they mm -hmm. came out of it, they spoke on their experience. And what they said was. In your weakest mental state, when you need your support system the most, what they do at the hospital is they rip you away from the your core, from your support system, the only people that can help you get out of it. And they put you in a room by yourself and they drug you up and they don't allow you to feel. They don't allow you to deal with it. They use the drugs to numb the pain so that way you can just get better. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that was so powerful because it's just like sometimes when you feel that way, your instinct is to hide go away numb the pain but in reality that's especially that's the that's the that's the time where you are supposed to lean on that core that backbone so you can you know have people to work with work through it with right um so i anyways i thought that was i thought that was really well said by that person so i wanted to share no i i agree i think that 
um, I'm very fortunate to have people that I can share that with and go to in those moments. Go but I also free, have free to drop names. It's okay. Go ahead. We everyone knows I'm talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing, but I'm I also have like I still do have people who either kind of like I don't know, like sometimes when people worry too much about you, it makes you want to like take the words back and put them in your mouth. <laughs> You're just like, never mind, I'm fine, it's mm. fine. It's not it's not that I'm okay. <laughs> and then I have that happening and then also the people who kind of like take what you're saying and and use are kind of opter, opportunistic in those moments and it becomes oh you know i'm going through that too and this is what's going on with me and it's like <laughs> i not that i don't care the problem is i care too much <laughs> and right yeah. now i need to not care and i need people who understand that i need those moments to yeah, yeah. figure me out and then as soon as that conversation's over I am fully devoted to talking about you, but yeah. I can sometimes in certain conversations, I can't get past that break. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting. I'm going to address both of the things you said. The first thing is sometimes when you get in that, that feeling, when you get in those places and you go talk to somebody, it, you know, you get so conscious of what you're saying. Yeah. No, the, the other people are so worried about you. You know, yeah, like hang like, on every word and like overanalyze. Yeah. Isn't it crazy though? Like an empath, it, it gets a little <laughs> taken aback by the acts of other empaths. And then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know, I mean? You're right. You're right. And then, and then secondary to that was like what you said about people giving you time to giving you your time to share your emotion. It's so crazy. Cause like, I think for me, like I've always been the person that says like i'll let someone share but then i'm always just like okay let me run to try to be relatable so they can be comfortable to try to share some more but then it took a super long time meaning still going on to learn that there is a time and a place there is a time and a place sometimes my therapist is at the best sometimes you just have to let someone talk and when they yeah. get quiet when they stop don't interrupt because thoughts are still happening the person right. is still thinking of a way to move on to the next sentence. So you get you like if even if it gets awkward, you wait a full minute before you, you start talking because let them breathe, you know, and yeah. that's super important. And it's a skill. That's a skill. I don't know anything about, but uh, <laughs> trying to learn that. shit. No. Yeah. And I, I, I totally understand that. Like, uh, I think it's just like a very it's like a human instinct to like want to say, yeah, you know what? You're right. Cause I, cause when that happens to me, I, I do the same thing. And like, I think yeah. that there's a way to do it without opening up a story about yourself. And that, and I do, yeah. I'm not saying I don't do it. Like, I, like, it's very hard not to, but I think because I'm so like self aware that that's going to like trigger me into not wanting to talk about it anymore, that I just yeah. don't even enter the conversation. And that's wrong yeah. too. Because everyone needs to kind of like learn each other's language. And when you're and you're in, you know, a family or a friendship, like that's mm -hmm. important to understand about each other. You shouldn't just shut out like I do. But but it's so interesting, you know, and what you said that like. You can relate you can relate to the person without making it about yourself. Yeah, like, I, that's I feel really like, what I, I try. I try yeah. to do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, like I feel like you can say like, yeah, I get I get where you're coming from. I get that feeling without going into this story about your own, you know, about yourself. Like I, right. I had a, I took a training on dealing with people going through panic attacks for work because we deal with it so much. And, and the whole point of the whole thing you learn in that training is validating that person's thoughts and validating their feelings right. to help them know that they're not alone, which is going to help them calm down, help their heartbeat slow down, heart rate slow down a little, and they can, you know, slowly come out of that attack. And, and, and thinking and trying to apply that to normal conversation, like it's one thing for you to say, man, I hate traffic. And I'm like, yeah, man, me too. I got stuck this morning. But it's another thing for me to say, for you to say, man, I hate traffic. It's like, yeah, I get that. Traffic sucks. Like one, right. one is taking the intention away from your comment. The other one is validating your comment. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think a skill, like a, something I've been trying to work on is just being very aware of that in those moments and kind of refer rather than referring back to my personal experiences, I, I kind of relate it to just humans in general and how yeah. like that's human and this is why you're feeling this way or you know i think this is why this is how you know and it could be based on an experience but i'm not necessarily referencing that in those moments i'm kind of making it seem more like a broader Mm -hmm. situation if that makes sense no that makes plenty of sense that makes plenty of sense it's such a it's such a learned skill though it's like even though we were both speaking about this and acknowledge these things it's not like it happens overnight you know no 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 and again like i i i understand the natural desire to do that especially when you're someone like me who likes to bottle that shit up Mm -hmm. you like your your eyes light up and you see an opportunity but like i think that you have to just wait your turn and and make sure that that person's exact like exactly what you said just validating what they have to say first just it goes so far but but and, and I'll, I will move past this. But just to add, you said, you know, you bottle that shit up, and then you get to a point where your eyes glow because you're excited to share. And my thing is just like, um, that bottling that shit up piece. It's like, it's easy. Yeah. But 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 but, like we have to learn how we vent, how how we release it. You know, like I always gave an idea growing up, like. I'm everyone's sponge, uh, but nobody ever gives me time in a, for me to ring myself out before I need to absorb some more until I right. tip until I tip over. And all of a sudden, I, there's nothing else I can do until I, you know, I hit my, my breaking point. So it's just like, how, what's, how, what's your release? Like, are you taking time off of work? Are you uh, going away? What are you doing to kind of release everything you've been receiving from everybody over the last year, over the last couple of years? So you can help ground yourself again. I think my number one preferred method is to have absolutely nothing in my schedule. Um, I think I I do enjoy like being around family and people that I don't have to try in front of, you know, like it feels like I just don't have the energy to be happy or to, you know, to be like super animate animated and and like I I like to surround myself with people that I don't feel the need to do that around and then also just pure isolation (laughs) I like to you know to like get rest and and lay down and just kind of like think it out in in the best mind space possible but also I do think that 
the way that my anxiety works is that it gives me just like horrific thoughts like it just it gives me the worst perspective of a situation and it and it freaks me out sometimes to the point of like if I get out of bed and go to work something terrible is going to happen like it it really does freak me out and and make me lose a sense of like reality I guess and and uh, you know it makes me second guess my self-awareness and the, the all these things so in those moments I do tend to like to take like a mental health day yeah and I've found that like <laughs> There's so much, it just never ends because I try to take those mental health days and I'm just faced with so much guilt of, you know, calling out of work because I feel like I'll, you know, I'll reach out to my boss and say like, I'm really not feeling well. I'm so sorry. And I'll get no response. And so someone with anxiety and an empath, that is like, that's just killer. Yeah. yeah, it literally said the same word at the same time. It's it's killer. And um I think that it just it takes that day that was supposed to be a release and it it keeps you just worried and stressed out all day and it doesn't give me what I need. So I try to kind of use my my weekends now. I'm trying to like surround myself with people that I feel safe around and and situations that i feel comfortable in and it's not to say that like the people that i'm not surrounding myself with are i'm not safe around it's just kind of like whatever feels natural i'm not trying to overexert myself right now because i I, i'm trying to be aware of my limits and that's kind of i just try to get day by day like that yeah you know it's wild too because like I, maybe it's something with our generation, but I feel such guilt calling out of work. But like even the language you used right there where you said like, hey, I can't make it today. So sorry. And I have to remind myself of this all the time. Like you're fucking entitled to that day. I know. You earn that I day. Know. You go to work every day. Like, and that's the same with me. And it's so hard for me. But that's why now I learned like that text. I can't send because I can't deal. I need the validation of a, I, I mentally I'm looking for the validation of a response. Yeah, so if they don't my... text back and say, don't worry about it, hope you feel better, we'll talk tomorrow, it's like, you fucked up, you're right. going to get, like, your team hates you, That's you're right. that That's person right. now. Now, But now now I've, like, personally, I can't handle it, I switch, I switch to emails, like, you're getting this email, and emails don't require responses, so, like, here you go. I'm not coming in today. Well, you know those freaking, you know. My, everybody's on Teams now, so it's Fucking like a teams. chat. And like I could text her because I think I I have access to her cell phone number. We've never done that before, so it's like yeah, kind of yeah, creepy. Yeah. But anyway, I when I when I use Teams to tell her, it shows me that she read it and yeah. never responded. And that's like being that's, left yeah. on read by that guy that you thought uh, liked you yeah. and you thought it was going so well. Yeah. And yeah. here we are, and now we're here gonna we think are. about it all day. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's like the same sensation. Oh, that's it super, sucks. That's super, yeah, no, I get that. I get that. That's super tough. That's super tough. And I, it's you, very like unprofessional in my opinion. But like, I know that it's not. It's like, it's not the bet. Like your boss's favorite message to receive. I get it. They're probably like annoyed. They probably wanted you to do something, and now you can't. Like you know, and and for someone like her that works like 
10 hours a day it doesn't make sense in her head why you couldn't just work from home and deal with it you know and and that but that's my thing it's just like somebody else's lack of boundaries is not my problem anymore i manage right now i'm managing um, three people and and when they when they email me or text me or put in the calendar in the morning this is they can't make it out my reply is always hey you have a great day off feel better if you're sick and i'll see you next time that's it. Like yeah. I, I know how I feel like shit when I call out. I refuse to make them feel like shit. So don't let her shortcoming as a manager mm. reflect. You know, make you feel guilty. Like fuck that hoe. That's well. I don't know her. I'm sorry, but <laughs> she might be. Or, or Let's them, hope we never know? like become famous. And I well, if we do, that I guess I don't need that job anymore. So it is. Okay. You're good. You're good. <laughs> but that's for real but though. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. Like her. Like it's that's her issues. That's not you. You know, no, like, right. I, but to your point, what I've been trying to do, because October, literally, I think every week I had something and I said to myself, like yesterday, because I'm so exhausted. I was like, yeah, I have to pick one week in the month where if I can, I'll have nothing. And if I do commit to something, it'll be like a couple hours, like a quick breakfast, a quick brunch, a quick dinner. I'm not going out for eight hours at night. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not right. going to, I'm not going to some kid's show. I'm not doing all that shit. I need one full day, one full weekend a month to myself just to recharge my batteries. I'm an extrovert, but even extroverts, batteries run low. Yeah. So, yeah, I get you. I get that. See, that's a good question. I Do you think I'm an introvert or an extrovert? I think you're like me. I think you're an introverted extrovert. I think that you have extrovert Ooh, tendencies. Okay. I think, you, I think you have extrovert tendencies, but uh, you are a fan of the introverted ways. So if you, had, if you had the choice to go out and go to a bar you've been to 20 times or sit at home in comfy clothes with, with, with people you can be, like you said, safe, comfortable people you can be around. Right. Now, at this point, you'll sit at home with those people and watch a movie and make those memories rather than go and slide around a bar and, you know, <laughs> and hang out with people <laughs> you don't really care for. No, you're right. I, I think... said slide because the floor. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Was that how I walk? I don't know. This? <laughs> no, no. I just thought the floors in a bar are wet, so you have to slide around so you don't fall. <laughs> At least you didn't say slip. Well, I, with your history, I didn't want to bring that up. Okay. God forbid <laughs> I go running after some drunk, crying girl who just got her heart broken and I fall and get embarrassed in front of everyone and then I get to her and she doesn't even fucking care anymore she had like a fucking mood swing and I just did that for nothing I mean I was just referring to the banana peel but okay oh <laughs> I outed myself <laughs> you did, you did. I had a terrible fall in college I was just so embarrassed that wasn't even the most embarrassing thing I'd done so <laughs> it's fine but um, uh, anywho oh. That was a good talk. That was nice. Thanks. I, like I you think share. you did well too. Oh, oh, I appreciate it. You're that. a little quiet, but I think you did all right. A little quiet. <laughs> you see, I was leaving. Room I have you on you. my bad ear. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, God. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but on that note, though, um, I forgot what I was going to say. That was a good. That was good. I appreciate you sharing. I think it's important to get it out there, and that's what I love about recording this podcast with you. It's like our own little form of therapy. Yeah, just to know you're we, not alone in your thoughts. We're very open already with each other, but I think that 
it's still we still have so much to learn about each other and this is a good way to do it no for sure and you know it's crazy how like some people like in relationships they're just like i know everything i need to know about this person people evolve people grow people change you never know when the moment you the moment i say i know everything i need to know about k is the moment our friendship starts to suffer because now Mm -hmm. i'm no longer putting an effort to get to know you and that and that i think that stands for everything Man, I think people get way too comfortable in what feels familiar and totally become unaware of of the changes. And it's not even like drastic changes. Like it could be like, you know how I loathe applesauce. It could be like tomorrow (laughs) I wake up and I'm like, I really like it. It's like, you know what I mean? That'll never happen, (laughs) but that's an example. It's going to happen. You just wait. It'll never happen. I don't wait. like. Am I supposed to feed my future kids that shit? Because I'm not. What I'm gonna tell them right out the bat that like that is All right. right out the bat. I said. All right. All right. Right until until they meet Uncle Wes. Applesauce unlimited <laughs> here for life. Here you go. I got you. No. Yeah, they're gonna be like, can we have more of that? Not Bing unless bong. you go there. I'd buy that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That shit's not coming in my house. <laughs> all right wait hold on now that you say it transition speaking of your house so we had this halloween party the other day and Kay sleeps over and in the guest room <laughs> and Kay is telling me that my guest room is haunted listen all i know beautiful house i've already said this but a beautiful house very nice guest room i had like a basket of amenity amenities can't do it like (laughs) toiletries (laughs) it was a welcome basket it was toiletries uh and uh it was wonderfully beautiful Except and thank then you for the feedback. I, the house slippers were a little slippery, so we'll get a different set next time. Yeah, they, I almost died. But that's also just me. Um, I got all comfortable. Oh, first of all, Wesley texted me to tell me that he turned the heat on, and I almost bitched him out. Really? <laughs> no, it was always on. Just, no, it was so hot after you did that. Really? I had no idea. It's okay. It's I fine. I couldn't was... sleep because the room was hot today. I did sleep. I'm Hold fine. on. It you should have said, okay, for the future, this house has yeah. many zones, so we could turn that room down without turning down anything I else. think you need, for that room, you want to know what my suggestions are? Shoot. A ceiling fan and an exorcist. Okay. okay. Exorcism. Oh, that's, exorcism. A, that's a lot to unpack. We're going to start the ceiling fan. So, anywho, I get. I was going to be no, but I got, I got regular fans. We have a fan re- for that guest room. It just was in there at the time. I, I feel as though, see, this is what I mean by evolving. I think that you need to know these things about me that I need to have a fan on when I sleep. Oh, perfect. Okay, there uh, it is. We got it. I got a pedestal fan. It's ready. Next time. I got you, girl. Got okay. You. So let's talk about the other issue. So I was getting all comfortable, just had my midnight noms. I was feeling good, feeling feeling hot, but feeling good. And I'm in bed. <laughs> Wait, I feel like I need to pause you through this story because you're skipping the highlights. So Kay, oh. Kay wants a midnight snack. And she's like, do you mind if I, can I take a bowl upstairs? Like, what the, f- I don't give a fuck. Take a bowl upstairs if you want. I don't. Well, your so- house is pristine. Like, okay, I, go ahead. I didn't know if you had like house rules. I was like your child in that moment. Anyway, I bring my bowl upstairs. I'm feeling great. 
And I, well, I'm a little upset because I couldn't watch a movie, but it's fine. I get upstairs. <laughs> just kidding. I get into the room and I'm getting comfortable, right? And I'm ready to turn the lights off. I'm thinking to myself, it's going to be pitch black in here. But then I said to myself, that's fine. I'm going to get like the best sleep of my life. This bed is great. I, I'm not used to that because I, I have to like put my TV on in my room because I like I, I, it's a very weird thing that I've gone accustomed to and I hate it because when I sleep without it on I sleep so much better but anyway it doesn't make sense why I do that anyway um I made no sense just that it's fine so I I, I turned the light off and immediately after I, I flipped the switch I hear what sounds like uh a an animal slash <laughs> i don't even i you know what i thought immediately and i don't want to freak you out but i i i don't know why i thought that there was like a frogger in your house or something oh no because oh, <laughs> <laughs> like you know like really nice like big houses like you never worry about well you have like 300 cameras and like alarm systems you're fine but like Oh, do you have cameras? You should get cameras. <laughs> on the on the outside? Just on okay. the outside. Not a creep. Okay. Just on the outside. Yeah, no, that's that makes sense. I and heard in the some like bathroom, huh? Go ahead. Okay. That's well, sorry for that. It's a joke. It's a joke. I heard like scratching noises, like or like pounding and scratching at the same. It was a very and as soon as I turned the lights back on. I, it went away completely and it didn't happen again for the rest of the time. So I says to myself, cause I was like freaked out. Cause normally I would investigate. I didn't even want to get up. I was scared. Some white people shit. Why would you investigate you? What you need to do is get up and leave the room. Where was I going to go? Oh, I don't know. But, but okay. Continue. Go ahead. Jeez. So I turned the lights on and I was like, fuck. I'm gonna have to sleep with the light on and I did until it got light enough out and I woke up to somewhat of a a light outside and I turned the light off and I had a great rest of my sleep but Wesley was like the weirdest reaction when I told him the next morning he was like oh that was just my swish mellow (laughs) like those fucking like pillow toys like oh that was just my swish mellow in the closet that was nothing why the fuck is it normal that your fucking pillow is scratching around that... and trying to get out of the claw? Is that normal? Is that like, first oh, of all, that's just Buddy. Like, it's Kitty. It's Kitty. And, Kitty, and first okay. of all, she's like a like she's like two feet tall. It's reasonable that she want to go for a walk. But you literally said it's so nonchalant. Like, I did. I that did, was just my squishmallow. <laughs> like, and when you that reply, thing has like batteries and is moving around <laughs> in there. It's a fucking pillow. Like, it's and, and, that and, normal. And when you replied, I was like, "Oh shit, that is really weird." Actually, touche, touche. <laughs> uh, I, I was. It was super normalized to me. Oh, uh, look, the squishmallow—that's what was making the noise. And you're like, "But Wes, uh-huh. why was it walking?" It's like valid. <laughs> why valid. was it making a noise? That's a good point. And what would have knocked it over in the first place if that was what I heard? That makes no sense. Mm. Or maybe I set up camp in there tonight and sleep on the floor. Yeah, you should get a spirit box or something. See if there's anything in there. I could get a dream catcher. No, that's, that's not, how that not works. the same that's not energy. <laughs> Forget <laughs> it. Forget it. Forget it. Yeah. But on that note, though, like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of, like, 
agreeing, like checking off on paranormal, like acknowledging paranormal anything. Like I'm the type Mm -hmm. where it's like, there's a scientific answer to everything. It's logical, you know? So if you call me and say, there's something scratching on the wall, I will rip that wall down to show you that, you know, look, a bird got stuck in there. That's what's scratching. I don't know. I'll make some shit up, but uh, (laughs) I will never say like, oh yeah, it's just, it's the ghost of Virginia that used to live in this house. So there's nothing that has ever happened to you that you were like, ah, I don't know. You like um, debunked that hard that you like blocked it out of memory. I typically debunk super hard. I, I think, I think, uh, I can't, huh? All right. I'll tell you this. My go-to defense mechanism. If I mm. hear a noise at night that I don't want to address now, for the record now, I, I bought a house with my girlfriend. So if she hears something, I got to be like, yeah, I got you, babe. And I'll go check it out. Mm. But mm-hmm. if I'm going to sleep here alone and I hear a noise, my defense mechanism is just to put my head under the blanket. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Nothing can harm you when you're in a blanket and you're in a blanket shell. There's been a few scary movies that can prove that wrong. I can't think of one right now, but I know it when they lift the blanket up at the end of the bed. And those are the ones I w- <laughs> and those are the ones I will not watch. You probably have. Maybe you blacked out during them. But um, ideally, what about you though? Well, I wanted to know what kind of noises you heard. Oh, in general? Oh no! I mean, in this house, nothing so far. Any of the noises I thought I heard was always something. Like one night, I heard like like banging downstairs and I go downstairs with a flashlight and it's my little robotic vacuum. It got stuck. That thing is so loud. (laughs) It didn't keep me up, but I just hear it down there. There's banging in the furniture. furniture. It's not my fault. It's on a schedule. (laughs) It it runs at 2 a.m. Usually we're all all in bed. What's happening within that amount of time? You think that like dust and shit's just accumulating with like in that amount of time? Like why does it have to go that often? It runs at 2 a.m. three days a week. So it it collects the dust from like the last two days. And it's at 2 a.m. I'm already asleep. Weird. I'm already asleep. So it's just like if it makes noise, I don't give a fuck because I'm asleep. But then when you stay up to 2 a.m., then it's like, wow, that's just loud. So, yeah, but you just said that you heard it. So was that because you were awake still? That was when I first bought it and I had to schedule it at nine o'clock and I couldn't sleep because I thought somebody was breaking into the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have woken yeah. me up. Like, yeah. But shit. sounds. Uh, I used to live in my old apartment, uh, a couple all the way up north where I used to work. They mm-hmm. uh, that was, place was really rickety. I used to hear my neighbor like peeing in the bathroom and washing his face. Oh, and God. when it was windy, you'd hear the 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 the, uh, the glass panels shake, things oh, like that. Yeah. Random birds you should just fly into the screen door at night and just oh, make a big, you know, like a big, God, that's a the big, worst. a big thud. And then you go out there and you go see if it's there, and it already flew away. So you're, that's when you freak your, yourself out because you're like, I'm yeah. in the woods. Things are banging into my glass. I I live next to a farm. I'm gonna die. Today's the day. Mm-hmm. Some some farmers gonna come with a with a hoe or like an axe, and he's just gonna come over here and you know feed me to the cows. Yeah, 
It happened. I'm just kidding. It happens. <laughs> uh, no, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I've heard like, I don't know. I, I try. I haven't really like told. Well, no. There's a story that I'm going to tell that I've told a lot of people, but like I have had moments where I thought I could hear breathing. And then, like, I fully debunk it like you. Like, I'll, I'll make sure that there's no source to it. But I also keep right. in mind, if I can't find one, I don't just say to myself, ah, it's probably nothing. I think to myself, that could have been something. And I was told when I went to a psychic that I have, like, the ability to, like, sense things because I'm open-minded to them. I don't mm. know if that's true. But who's to say? I what I was gonna say is I had um, did I tell you about my parakeet to- story? I would have definitely remembered the parakeet story, just like I remember burger. Really? So, well, it's kind burger. of a, <laughs> it's kind of a, well. That's the dog that I haven't had yet. Uh, <laughs> you said it like you're gonna give birth. That's the <laughs> dog I haven't had. Yet. <laughs> ah, shit. Yeah, no, not yet. I had a parakeet once, and this is like a, you're going to laugh at me, it's going to be bad, but I, I won't laugh. I was a good, I, I was young, but I, I thought myself to be a good caretaker, you know, he, he, um, he was seen very friendly, he was a little shy, his name, what are you playing on your phone right now? Uh, it just opened up. Sorry, I was just checking the time. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, you're checking the time when I'm telling a story. Oh my gosh. Okay. He was Anywho. A little shy. <sighs> Anywho, did you talk to your therapist about this one? <laughs> <laughs> Tell your story. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, I, you know, I, I, he seemed a little shy. He seemed a little, you know, just, but he was friendly, and and he was starting to learn things. And he was a, a great little bird. And one hot summer night, as we've discussed, I love a good fan, right? Yeah. I like to have airflow. I get. I don't like to sleep when it's really hot. Uh, he was in his cage. And for some reason, my mom always put like a sheet over the cage when it was like nighttime. I guess that was to kind of like get him to calm down and go to bed. Yeah. I don't know what that was for, but... He was just in his cage. Everything was fine. And then all of a sudden I heard a little ruckus coming from his cage. And I was like, ugh, birds, am I right? You know, I just am I right? Like, <laughs> am I right? I just kind of like, you know, ignored it. I was tired at school the next day, you know. And uh what happened in that cage I came to found, find out the next morning was that um, homeboy wasn't doing so hot. And uh, I'm not sure if the high frequency of the fan had anything to do with it. But he seemed to have had a little bit of like a maybe a little bit of a heart attack. <laughs> it's not funny. But I found him in a state of just shock. My mom said that he was sick when we bought him, but I think she was just trying to make me feel better. (laughs) One of our computers just like made a power down noise. It's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) So Um, hold on before you continue. So 
You turned the fan on and gave your bird a stroke, is what you're telling me. I looked it up, and I don't think that... Uh, Did it have fainting bird small... syndrome? FBS? What the hell is that? Fainting bird syndrome. I don't know. He was kind of weird. Like, he was really sweet. <laughs> but he was, like, very, like... He did kind of seem like he wasn't all there. But I loved that about him. You know, I just loved him as he was. But I don't, I don't think that small birds can handle uh, high, high winds. High winds. That's Maybe. Right. Maybe so you, you think little... the bird got a cold and couldn't fight it and, you know, pneumonia? I, bird don't, he, I found him in, uh, I'll, I'm just going to say a state of shock. Oh, you killed a bird. Jesus. I, listen, did, it ever, I, did it ever come back to life? Well, I'm not done with my story. Oh, there, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you're, you're, you're adding insult to injury right now. I'm really being oh, vulnerable I'm with sorry. you right now. You could have had, let me have my moment. Uh, <laughs> I was so upset about that for a long time. And I felt like I had killed my bird. And one night uh, I was laying awake as I always do, just anxiety-ridden since day one. And I was definitely half awake. And even if I was, like, more so on the, you know, sleepy side, I still don't think I would have experienced this to the extent that I experienced it. Like, I feel like there's certain things that you can't fully experience in your sleep. I don't know. But I was sitting up in bed kind of like with my head back, well, like to one side. And all of a sudden, I felt and heard what seemed like bird wings flapping really, really fast against my neck. And I opened my eyes and there was obviously nothing there. And I I took that. See, that's when you want to like kind of just take these things as like signs you know of like he's like it's okay girl <laughs> <laughs> like i'm good up here i'm good don't worry I'm girl good. it's fine it. it's okay like i'll water under the bridge you know or like, or there good. were little or there were little bird slaps or okay you're you're gonna make me spiral because I no that's not what I mean okay I'm joking I'm joking go ahead shoot. I'm kidding I've I've forgiven myself for that moment but no I do like to think it was his little way of saying like it's okay like I it's not your fault basically you see what you just described there I feel like is very nice in terms of like paranormal experiences that's something I would invite. I, I think you can't I think when pick you say, and choose though. But but you see, I don't want the scary shit where it's just like you know. I wake Neither up do missing, I. I wake up and I'm missing my big toe. Like that's not a, that's not a moral. That's not a good story. Happy ending. Like I want like an, you know, I like that. You broke up. What did you say? You don't want to wake up, but and be missing a what? <laughs> I said I don't want the scary shit and wake up and be missing a big toe. Like, oh. I, want, I want I want the good stuff like you had, like you got a nice message from an old friend. Like, that's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I um, I think that I've like heard things before that weren't always like the sweetest. 
I'm trying to think now if there was anything else, but that no need that to think too one. hard. That was a good no, one. I know. That was that a good was one. Good. That was a very good one. That was really nice, man. You don't want to hear an, a scary one. Nah, let's end on a high. That's good. That was beautiful. <laughs> My dad is a crazy one, but it's a nice one. Oh man, right. I get it from him. Oh man. Do you want to hear it? It's cute. Oh, okay. Well, it's interesting. Okay. All right. Well, if you had stories, I wouldn't have to pick up your slack. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't have to double type it if you could give me a little something. I was just mentally getting ready. Okay. Okay. All right. So he was playing with his friend. I think uh, he might have been with his brothers. He has like five brothers. So he was playing with his brothers. And, um, at nighttime and i guess they used to play with like bow and arrows back in the day they were they were just <laughs> kids and they played a game where they would like shoot the arrow up and then like run and just hope ah, for the best yeah i've heard about that game yeah. yeah that was yeah that was their jam and they're doing that and i i want to say he said it was in like a like a cornfield or like a is that what they're called <laughs> yeah yeah cornfield corn oh corn maze is not what he was doing that would have been like that would have been creepy behavior yes it was already bad enough with the corn field okay so i think that's (laughs) what he said so anyway he was running and all of a sudden he felt something grab the back of his shirt and pull him backwards and as that happened the arrow shot down right in front of him into the ground oh shoot isn't that some shit okay and there was nobody there i can relate to that one i get that one i've experienced something like that before not as deadly but i experienced something like that (laughs) when i was younger i i always had this thing like you know like if i'm walking into trouble or if i need to leave a situation I've always consistently... You're going to laugh. Don't laugh, okay? Okay. I've always consistently felt a breeze. So what do I mean? It's just like, okay, like... I remember once I was walking to my car in high school. And Mm. I felt a really strong breeze behind me. And I always take Mm. those as a sign, like, speed the fuck up. And then... Oh. I jog across the street and I move. And a guy lost control of his car and drove up onto the sidewalk where I just ran. Oh. Uh, but it happens. Okay, both see, that's it right there. <laughs> but it happens both ways. Sometimes, like, I'll be in a situation. I remember once again in high school, like, I'm going to my car and I get a real strong breeze coming the other way. And these are in fields where there's never breezes, never wind. There's right. no trees, nothing around. Uh, so I feel the breeze now it's pushing me the other way. I'm like, all right, let me slow down. I'm going too fast. And then someone was learning how to drive and and just slammed my old green Camry, slammed that shit halfway across the parking lot. Just ran. I never knew that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so even to this day, like, sometimes I'll be walking or doing something, even if I'm indoors, and I'll feel like that breeze. And I'm always just like, I let I let it take me. If it tells me to speed up, it tells me to slow down. If it tells me to move left, it tells me to move right. That's what I'll Honestly, do. Honestly, that's that's a freaking guardian angel. Hey, 
I just, I just, I just, not when you gave the example of your father's story, I was just like, all right, I've experienced something like that, but I, I've never looked at it as paranormal. I'm always, I always thought that I was like, you know, like maybe I'm a superhero. Well, yeah, it, you don't know, man. They call me windboy. Okay. You know, I'm one with the winds, fam. <laughs> I mean, it could be a gift. Who, who knows? We should go to a psychic and see what they tell you because I mean, I also get like weird stomach aches when something bad's about to happen oh yeah i get the like i remember (laughs) (laughs) no oh i know the difference it's like it's like it's like a pit of your stomach kind of a feeling and it, it happened right before i found out that someone had passed away and it happened right before um a family member broke their arm like I remember not wanting to go somewhere and my mom wanted to like take me and my brother sledding one day. She was like fed up. She's like, I've had enough of the TV. I've had enough of the video games. We're going outside. I get it, but I didn't want anything to do with it. And that's not normal for me. I feel like, cause I always loved to be active out. uh, Yeah. Active. Uh, And uh, I really didn't want to go. Something was telling me don't go. And like as like I think his like first time down the hill, he like fell off the sled and fell right onto a, a huge chunk of ice and just shattered his arm like Ooh, a few places. Not shattered it, but like fractured it in a yeah. few places. Yeah. So mm. like I think that um instinct plays a role in this kind of thing. No, I get that. I get that. But I sure. do think that we're also helped from a higher being somewhere. I you know, think there, that there's also that. I believe in that. There was a TED talk I listened to, and it was fantastic. And I don't usually like TED talks. They really have gone downhill from where they started. But yeah, this I, one was, I agree. This one was really good. It was an author, and she was talking about creativity and good ideas. Mm. And she says the way I envision it is, if you look around. If you like, if I'm gonna I'm gonna make this sound better than well, I'm gonna make this. It's not gonna sound as good, but I'm gonna try to make it close. If you pretty much, if you open your third eye, what you would see is there's essentially swirling ideas everywhere, floating left, they're floating right, they're they're everywhere. And okay. once upon a, once in a while, you'll be lucky enough where one of those ideas will cross your path, and it'll come right inside of you, mm-hmm. as if passing through. Because, you know, they're just filled they're like ghosts. As it's passing through, it passes through you. And you have this fantastic idea. And right away, you have to capture it. You have to write it down. You need to record it. You need to do something. Because the moment that idea pa- finished passes through you, pa- passing through you and goes somewhere else, you'll never get it again. Weird. And, 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 and she was so good with it because she was just like, I travel a lot and I go to a lot of different places with the goal of having a idea across my path. It, she's like, if you can see these ideas, it's not like you can go and chase them down. And she was using this as this, she was being artistic with her words to explain like, yeah. as much as you sit there and try and you turn off the TV and you and you say, I'm going to stay home and I'm gonna write this book. It's not going to happen. You mm-hmm. need to go out and that idea needs to come to you. So as she travels, she goes around the world, she does all this stuff with the hope that an idea will cross her path. And she'll be able to capture it even just for a few seconds. And I think that is wonderful. So I've been using that in a kind of life. Like I need to go out there and experience it and like 
happiness and and things like anxiety. There's different sizes of these things. Sometimes they take a longer time to pass through you. And sometimes they, they, they pass through you a little quick. So sometimes, like in my own life, like I have really happy moments. But they, 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 they leave as fast as they came. And then sometimes in mm-hmm. life you'll have a really sad period of time. And it's just like, that's just an overweight uh ghost uh you know it's just taking (laughs) it's just taking a little time to pass through but once it's done something else is bound across my path what are the odds Mm -hmm. of getting two of these sad motherfuckers in a row you know it's such a weird thought but i just love i love the idea i love how she how she described it yeah and i i think that i i do want to say though that when you're scared to experience certain things or to like be open-minded to certain things because you're worried about the negative i don't think i think that you need to be willing to experience both sides like you said like you got to be willing to experience the anxiety and the scary Mm -hmm. stuff because Mm -hmm. otherwise you're not fully open and it's you're not really experiencing you're not you're going to just do the same thing all the time and you're not going to get these new ideas or these new experiences yeah yeah and 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 remembering that kind of like you know life comes in phases now there's gonna be periods Mm -hmm. where we're happy periods where we're sad periods where we're depressed periods where uh we're in love periods where we're alone Uh, but at, at the end of the day all those phases will end so it's 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 temporary yeah it's enjoying the good ones while we have them and being strong knowing that another good one will come during the bad ones and uh that's that's it you know like before we i think during this we talked a little about like uh you and i spoke a little about people taking certain relationships for granted a few minutes ago and it's just Mm. like if you work with the mentality that like this shit's not given like you approach yeah. everything a lot differently. <laughs> yeah. And I can no, keep going, but it's gonna get really dark, so I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I have good No, have see, good, we can't things. bottle it up. We've gotta talk about it. All right, get ready for this. I listened to this one podcast. Okay. That shit was fucking dark. And he was pretty much talking about the value of life. Whoa. And yeah, see, I told you I didn't want to open this one, but here we go. And <laughs> uh well, don't give him any promotion, okay? No, no, nobody's no. promoting us. <laughs> no, no, no. I was talking about the value of life, and he was pretty much... And the guest on the show was like um, 50 years old. And mm. he was just like... And he said to him, hey, how old are your parents? And he said, oh, my parents my parents are 75. He said, how, wow. often, do you, he said, how often do you see your parents? He says, I see them about twice a year. He says, all right. Well, average lifespan is right now is 85 years old. You see them twice a year. You're, let's assume your parents are going to be, your parents have 10 years left, 10 times two. You got 20 more times to see your parents. Are you doing enough? That we shit, cry. Don't do that. Don't, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that, but it no, just makes, okay. it makes me think like that it's shit is spot so on. True. That shit yeah. is spot on. Like. Like, it's so easy to get caught up in our own moments and, and not be aware. Like, this is just a phase. Like, yeah. see, now it's getting depressing. But anyways, no, I'll, it's, I'll, end, it's... The, I'll end the conversation. But 
it's, it's important. It's just, That's it's just, just like one of my biggest fears. Not that I'm ever gonna have that problem because I have like a sick attachment to my family. Like I, <laughs> I, I'm very scared of those moments passing. But um, I, it's something that my anxiety makes it very hard for me to do is to live to the fullest, even though I have those anxiety, those fears, and keeping me kind of mm-hmm. in that routine of every day. But the thing is, they can coexist, is yeah. what he was saying. It's like, you see your, and this example, he was like, listen, you see your parents two times a year because you perceive you don't have enough time to visit them because you have so much other things going on. And it's just like, you can live your fullest life and ramp that up to five times a year and get so much more value out of that relationship. So in yeah. your, and this example, like, you can be with your family as much as you are now and still, you know, balance having to not feel that guilt to be able to go do other things like it's you know yeah anyways you see i told you i want to go here that was so deep man no that was, that was help- I get a glass of wine no what you just said was helpful to things that i experience mm. you see this is why i don't read shit you literally do <laughs> I read news <laughs> like what are you talking about? Stuff. I don't read like books. You are you're on your phone right now. You're literally always reading something and <laughs> learning something and being a nerd. I'm kidding. You said being a narc? Uh, a nerd. Oh no, nerds have good grades. Well, you're too busy learning other things <laughs> to do that. <laughs> How much homework did you do in college? Probably none of it, man. But you were such a little kiss ass, it didn't matter. <laughs> listen, listen, you know what? The social game. Oh, uh, God. It, it, I it swear to God, off. participation. Yeah. Saved per- me in college. It, it literally, you could suck. And if right. you if you make that teacher feel like they were productive that day, that's they fucking love you they like that's literally all they want to do is like have one kid just chat it up all class and then make them feel like they taught someone something and undergrad i was very aware that i'm not the smartest kid so c's get degrees man i don't care i barely graduated undergrad in grad i graduated like you know like a three seven like i cared but like wow uh, but i also didn't talk at all in class Real, I that's a fucking lie. That's well, definitely we, the, not. Our true. whole program was like uh, project based, so we had to participate in groups and things like that. But <sighs> but projects. Man. But I've but I've learned that when you're in a conversation or when someone's talking, you have to identify what needs to be said, uh, how it should be said, and who needs to say it. And if all three of those things aren't you, then keep your mouth shut. So I do that at work. See, I just assume that I don't need to say shit because <laughs> I no, you know what I do is I assume that I'm wrong so that I just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I, I'm like scared of being wrong in front of my peers. <laughs> that's another that, that's another issue for another time. <laughs> my participation grades were subpar, but I worked my ass off on the assignments yeah, yeah. and Wesley yeah. still got better grades than me. So. <clears throat> I had a faculty pull me aside. <laughs> Stop that. I had a teacher pull me aside one semester. She was just like, why is it that every, I took her like three times. And she was like, why is it that every time you get to midterms, you just give up? 
It's like, bro, I get, <laughs> she's like, she's like, you got like straight A's the whole first half of the term, and then you just give up and bomb the class and pass with a C. And I was like, bro, this is boring. Like, I have, a, I have a low attention span. Like, it's like I'm done. Like, we did this for it's sixteen fucking weeks, and we're eight weeks in. Like, you get, I get the point. Ethics done. Like, algebra. You get the point, so you I'm get good, the bro. You get I'm the good. Like, end wrong. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. Exactly. Exactly. She's uh, like, the assignment yeah. was due last week. I was like, bro, but you heard me talk to you in class. Like, you know, I know what I'm talking about. So why do I need to do this assignment? Like, it's crazy. God. Yeah, I think you had like secret friendships with all of our professors. Cause I'm not I... saying I was sleeping with most of our, <laughs> our, our professors. But, I mean, know. they did flirt with you. No, all that flirted with me was, was our creative writing instructor. What? Oh, the other ones were male. That's I mean, yeah, not that right. they couldn't flirt with you, but no, we I had that lady. That... We had that English professor. Uh, we took her twice. The little short one. I used to yell at us if we if we put if we hit space too much, and and when we used to write article, when we used to type, was it? Yeah, was it English? What was it? She used to be an executive at Chase Bank, and then nine eleven happened, and she quit. She became a teacher. Who was that? I forgot. <laughs> what is this fucking memory that you have? This is what <laughs> this is, I forgot her name. We took two classes with her. That's all I remember. We took one in the trailer, temporary building, and then where we see you and I sat on the side near the wall, and then we took another one in in a classroom freshman year, and I remember that vividly because you have a nose ring. <laughs> and you had, and yeah. You had, you had that little scoop on the inside of your nose ring. I thought it was a booger, and it took me like three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> It took me like three weeks to be like, yo, fam, you've been you had this book in your nose for like for like weeks <laughs> and you're like and you okay, laughed at the I, moment. No, I have to disclaimer right now because fuck that. There was no if booger. You, if, you was have, no booger. if you have a nose piercing, something that can happen, and I need to find the correct term because you are you are not doing this to me Bro, on, it was on, no booger. No, it was and you said internet. you explained it to me. You're like, no, 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 that's the that's the piercing. That's the that's the that's the bottom of the ring thing. I just didn't know, you know. So I thought it was a booger. It was just the it was just your piercing, the actual stud thing. I just well, I'm know. fascinated because I I I've always hated school, and I I have like no memory of like anything that I've learned or any class or any teacher except for like the really bad ones, like the what? the times I got embarrassed or like there was like a go teacher or something that like just stood with me for some reason you don't remember so i only remember inquiry class with that lady she made us make that float for homecoming wasn't there a guy teacher too though there was like a oh yeah she had had assistant a ta or something like that yeah 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 Yeah, i remember him i don't remember what the girl looked like Ben Ben was our TA and he yeah he works there full time now as an advisor. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's annoying. And uh and uh, we used to go after that class, we used to leave the class and go right across the hall cuz then we had English. And the yeah. lady who taught our English class, she also taught the second class we took the next year. In the trailer. Okay, well okay. I remember being in multiple classes with you. I don't remember what I don't remember it's faces. That's crazy. Uh, 
I remember the guy that we had that we meditate. Were you in the class meditating with me or Yang. did you just have the same professor? Yang, yeah. yeah. Today, today class, we're going to go watch a film, a film on dolphins. He would say film instead of film. Yeah, I can't tell you what I learned in those classes. He played this dark. Uh, besides this... that, I cannot meditate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the ability. That is like an anxiety. A, a person with my type of anxiety's nightmare. That class was interesting for me. It taught me how to close my eyes without going to like, like usually you close your eyes when you're going to go to sleep. But when I used to close my eyes outside of trying to go to sleep, it's like I couldn't do it. It was like a swirl of thoughts. It was like thunder and lightning. And mm. it was cool. I had to learn how to do that. Um, I don't know how to sh like shut my brain off unless I'm having an anxiety attack and I can't control it. <laughs> then, yeah. then my brain yeah. turns off and I don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, so I, I couldn't figure that out. But yeah, no, that's an interesting memory that you just brought back. I don't know what to do with it. But we're having. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know where how we got here, but. You know. Well. Okay. Well. I'll be more concise with my memories next time. I'll think about them. Because yeah, this, this, like, this doesn't seem like a memory-safe environment, so I'm just going to take my <laughs> memories. I'm going to put them back in my suitcase, and I'm going to go. Well, I'm convinced that only you remember these because of your creepy relationship with them outside of the class. No, <laughs> that no. I, my theory that I that I keep going with because I'm no bitter. Oh, we'll cut that out. Okay, hold on. I mean, see, I could think of one. Hold on. Let me. No, not that one. No. No, okay, I'll work on it. I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Okay. I'll think of it. I remember a couple of homecomings. Yeah, things. let me know if you remember, like, any other funny moments besides the the Apple poem that we've already read. We didn't take harmonica class together. <laughs> no, we did not. Did I, you take, I, a, like, I, a walking I, class, like, at 8 a.m.? No. Oh, you were in a dance clean. I think your gym got waved. Oh, yeah. That was, like, yeah, the I, only I, perk I, of that thing. Oh, that was nice. That's a story time for another. My adventures on a collegiate dance, dance team. Oh, collegiate. That's good. Yeah. We should talk about that. We should talk there's about There's a lot of like behind the scenes shit that goes on on dance teams that people don't really know about. We should talk about that one day. We should talk about the your dance team versus like the urban dance team. Oh, the two dance teams at our college, like yeah. the rivalry that was kind of not even real. Not even but... a rivalry, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we've got story times story to time. come. And you just got to work on what you're bringing to the table. <laughs> wow, bro, I brought, I didn't bring. Oh, no, 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 I liked your, I liked your paranormal story. That was really cool. Thank you. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciated yours. I think that's real cute. Oh, thank you. Thank and you. That was really nice. That was really nice. Thank but you anyways, so much. we 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 got derailed a little. But, uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I keep, I, keep, I keep panicking because I'm seeing your microphone. It looks like somebody's arm. And I keep saying, "Who the <laughs> fuck is in her room behind her?" Like, who the fuck is? I, I keep wanting to yell arm. out, like, "Bro, leave the room!" But then it's like I, I stare, and it's it's nothing. 
You're just not used to seeing a microphone with the part of it that's meant to go on front of it that you no. will not use. It makes your voice sound Bro, so much It's a better. wind guard. How much wind is in this room? I don't know. You've got a weird paranormal gift. You tell me. This, uh, with my gift, I'm, I'm, I'm not blowing any wind right now. It's, I'm holding it. You're not so. blowing it. <laughs> so you blow the wind that you feel? That's, no, I just debunked no, your it, shit. It comes from the sky. You, you're exposed. It comes from... <laughs> you ever watch that? There's this thing okay, on the Discovery. Okay, ghost hunters. <laughs> there was this thing on this Discovery channel. It was a flat earther. It was like, this is a really basic, this is a really basic experiment. There is a hole. Here is a lighter. If the earth is flat, if I stand this way, you'll see the fire. But if I stand this way, that means the earth is round. And then he goes, okay, you ready? Yeah, we're ready. He lights the flame. You can't see the fire. And then he goes, oh, I can see it now. He's like, but I'm standing the other way. He proved the earth was round in his whole documentary <laughs> that he made oh to do a bunch God. of science experiments to prove the earth was flat. And it cracked me up. So thank you for did debunking. he did he admit that at the it, end the, the no? episode just got quiet and it ended. <laughs> <laughs> it just, uh, it just I always stopped. wonder why people still like upload the things that they do, you know, like still Listen, publish. Yeah, this was on the Discovery things. Channel. Like, like he probably signed a contract. Yikes. Anyways, well, this this Anywhere. was fun. I don't want to talk your ear off anymore, though. I enjoyed this conversation so much. Yeah. I did too. Oh, yeah. It was a pledge. Can't pledge. wait to come back to Airbnb all the west with a fan <laughs> and a For priest. The oh I my did... god, you are a crime fighting priest. Why don't you just go into the closet and handle that situation? With with, with what the demons and the and the Hello Kitty that's in there? Yes. Oh god, that thing better not still be in there. It's if that's there. what you think is okay, so then that's I, I, problem I mean, I, number I one. I kicked it. I kicked it once to make sure it was down. Oh, good, Jay, you pissed it off and then you put it back <laughs> in there. Great, it's perfect. I am, Do we uh, need to watch Annabelle again? It's oh, kind of the same jazz. Have I seen? Have I seen Annabelle? I don't know if I have. You absolutely have. All right. You see how? You see how I delete that from my memory banks? I'm going to yeah. like record you next time we watch a movie because there are some films. Films. Wow. I'm so. Did you say I'm films? so educated. I, <laughs> I've never oh. said that word before. Uh, there did are say, some did you say films. Film? No, film? I didn't. That you've liked. So <laughs> I'm going to get proof of that. The orphan, not the orphan, the nun. That, that shit was trash. It wasn't scary. That was. See, but I agree with you. The movies that you hate, I hated too. But there are movies that we thought about after and we're like, holy shit. You like, see, that the, was not what we thought. The thing is, like, in the moment, I'm dreading it. But looking back, I can respect a quality scary movie. Like, I want to be scared. Thank you. But I don't want you to, I don't want, I don't want to admit that, like, oh shit, I'm actually scared. It's this weird macho thing that men have to fight within their head. No, I always assume that you're really scared. What you aren't admitting no to me, what you aren't admitting <laughs> is that you actually enjoy some of these movies. Because if I do that, then you'll bump my scary movie frequency up from once a year to two times a year, and I'm not ready for that. 
We're, just, we're trying to experience the good and the bad in life. Remember, you gotta take the good. Let me and tell the you, bad. if a scary movie, a scary movie enters my path, then I'll watch it. But unless it enters my path, you know, I'm not in the business of chasing. All right. Well, noted. That's what you call Got a callback. It. You saw that? That was good. <sighs> All right. <laughs> this was fun. This is this is a good time. Thank yeah. you so much. Cheers. Thank you so much. Um, um You wanna do the outro since I, no, I killed the intro. Okay. Um Hey guys. <laughs> thanks for listening. My name's Wes. And I'm Kay. And thanks we don't for listening. at the end, but oh, fuck. Can, I only do the beginning. Right. Okay, how nah, you end right, it by? Right. Oh, I know, I know what to do. Okay guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. See, that's what you do. I did it good. That's right. Yeah. Uh, okay, bye. Uh, <laughs>